What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 180th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. What's going on, dude? Hey, how's it going? Oh, what an exciting week. It's Friday. It's NFC Championship weekend. I'm very excited. You know what I'm excited about is you wore a green shirt. So the entire stream, you're going to look like a force ghost. (laughs) (laughs) You're like half visible. Mostly, it's great. You should have said something. I would have <laughs> no, I, why would I do that when you could be a Force Ghost the entire episode? <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Yeah, Force Ghost, that's quite fitting for this show. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> oh, geez. So I had a question for you. How are you okay. recovering from the holidays? Well, um, I'm, I'm doing okay, actually, because... I had like a two month holiday session due to my knee surgery and all that stuff. So um, I'm actually fine. I feel pretty good. It's like most people are drained after holidays. I'm not really. It's kind of weird. What about you? Oh, I'm doing fine because I never really had holidays. I worked both Ah. of them. (laughs) So, well, that helps in that regard, I suppose. The train never stopped rolling. So. That's unfortunate. The reason I asked is because today is January 17th. And the only news we've got about this game in 2020 was the QA last Friday. What is going on? Man. Um, They did say it was going to be towards the end of the month before we hear anything about Galactic Legends. But holy hell. I, I mean, it is. They had no it's, other content planned for this month? Come on. It's bizarre. It is really bizarre. I mean, we, we got two characters dropped for from the new movie, and that's pretty much it. Like, there's been nothing. It's just, it's crazy. I, I The reason I thought about this were, was two reasons. First one being, writing the show notes for this show was an epic struggle for me like there everything that we would go over would be rehashes of i mean probably not but nothing was coming to mind and usually when we get new content or new characters or we could talk about the teams to put them in we can talk about best ways to beat new content and we are going to do that but it's just 
man, it was a struggle. And the other part that made me think of yeah. this is I still play Destiny, uh, Destiny 2. If you've never played it, it is a very highly uh, cared for game by their development company. And this week has just been crazy comparatively. Like, that, so Destiny always seems to put some weird thing in the game that makes the community come together. It's almost like the puzzles that Crumb does. But there's okay. been there's a puzzle that the community for Destiny has been working on for the last. It came out Tuesday at 10 a.m. and it has not been solved. Wow! Yet. Like it is absolutely enthralling watching people try to fix this thing. It's crazy. Like, but like the best Damn. part was that no one knew it was coming. It just showed up on Tuesday morning, and it's like, oh hey, something new we didn't know was coming. And it's just kept people busy for literally... Me and you were talking about that Destiny streamer earlier before the podcast. He yep. has been going. He's probably taken maybe eight hours off since Tuesday at 10 a.m. He's been streaming live that long. Like, crazy man. Jesus. <laughs> it's just absolutely nuts. So it's like... that's Yeah, that's insane. Please, please uh, give me content that's all i'm asking i just want content for this game <laughs> i can't disagree with you i i mean i'm right there with you it's it, it's bizarre um ho- hopefully we get something soon and and then we'll see uh good lord i don't know it's it's not exactly exciting i mean it's kind of the same stuff over and over we of course have like that ter- territory battle going on right now which is at least still pretty new so we can kind of play with that some but other than that man like there's no ga right now there's no anything let's let's talk about gac real quick it starts monday we don't know what's happening in it like we don't know what kind it is they they never announce this until the thing goes live which is crazy i well last one when it was 3v3 they announced it a week ahead of time did they? Yeah, because everyone was like, I remember that week before GAC, I had like 700 DMs asking oh, me to upgrade okay. the uh, the 3v3 pick. Uh, to which yeah. everyone I replied, yeah, when I get some free time, I'll totally do that. Interesting. <laughs> Five yeah. weeks later, well, guess how many see. updates there have been? Not many. <laughs> Not many at all. Settle. They had a server update the other day. Yeah. Ugh. I, people are guessing three v three non ships, and I'm totally fine with that. And I know you're gonna say, why yeah. would they not have ships in there? But they didn't. The first GAC didn't have ships, and then they added ships, so I could see how it would be. But the only thing I have to think about with that is that adding a fourth character zone for three v three almost seems like you're gonna have to start using like garbage bottom of the barrel, bottom of your roster teams. <laughs> to fill and to go on offense yeah but they could change things up they could do they could do three territories or um five territories with less teams or they could mix it up um will they probably not but (laughs) there are options yeah for sure it'd be interesting i mean i would think that we would know that before it dropped on a monday but we'll see so i mean at the very least 
We will see. And the, if it really is starting on Monday, then you got to wonder if the update that was behind the scenes yesterday introduced that and what they're doing with it, or if it's just going to start over another 3v3. I don't know. Yeah. So. We'll find out. But um, since they are not giving us content, we want to give our listeners more content. Which leads us to an update on our other podcast, Chosen Ones. Here's what we're going to do. We have not talked about Rise of Skywalker yet. Um, we're both wanting to see it twice before we talked about it. But we came up with a cool idea. And what we're going to do is next week, we are going to cover Rise of Skywalker. And then the following week, we are going to go back and cover uh, the episode seven, the force awakens. And then the week after that, we're going to cover episode eight, the last Jedi. And it'll be like a review after seeing how the whole trilogy plays out and all of that sort of stuff and kind of recapping all those, which I think will be a lot of fun. It's, it's unfortunate that, um, with all the copyright laws and everything, we couldn't like live stream as we watched it and do it like mystery science theater 3000 i think that's the name of the show i forget the name of it you you could do it but you would have to like tell everybody when to start it because you can't act wouldn't be able to actually stream it right live yeah exactly that's the hard part but that would be cool (laughs) that would be pretty funny i think yeah like a watch along yeah exactly yeah so uh we we think that'll be pretty cool. That'll at least give us three episodes there, uh, three extra episodes. And um, we have another idea that's going to be a slight change coming to this podcast that we will talk about after this next very important segment. Hey, guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? <sighs> that's that's a st- Perfect summary of my week. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, I mean, there's so much to do. Yay. Um, I- I've actually kind of been working on trying to prepare for anything that may be coming up with Resistance or First Order, farming, slicing material, farming, uh, you know, stuff to get to gear 13. I'm trying to be within striking range on a few characters, but we'll take them gear 13, RJT, BB-8. Um, those two, I can basically get there if I wanted to, uh, I've already got three first order characters at gear 13. So I'm trying to make sure I'm really close there. Cause I don't really know what's going to require, but I think I'll be closer there if something happens. So I'm trying to make sure that I have gear for a couple more first order characters there to get them ready. But like I said, we don't know what the hell's going to happen. So who knows? Um, but, uh, along with that. There was one First Order character I didn't even have finished farming, and that is special First Order Special Forces TIE Fighter Pilot Mouthful. <laughs> um, him and his ship. I've been name. farming them. <laughs> I got them to five star, and I am working on the sixth star currently. So that's a lot of fun. And then the only other thing I really did of note was I did take... Jedi Knight Revan to gear 13, which is pretty legit. Um, I don't like the way I modded him, though. I kind of went heavy health on him, hoping for some survivability. I'll tell you what's interesting. Um, I just did all my combat missions for the territory battle, and I took my Jedi Knight Revan to gear 13. 
and I did worse than I had been doing with him at Gear 12. I, I, I don't understand confusion. it. Um, I am confusion. Uh, I added speed. I added crit damage. I added health. He lost a lot of protection, though. And I think the protection could be a problem just because of how much he kind of cycles back and forth with uh, taking turns with characters and recovering the protection. So I think I'm going to go back to a very heavy protection-based modding strategy for him because it's he's just going to recover it more often and keeps him from getting into his health pool. Um, so that's probably what I'm going to do because this is just... it's. I don't know if it's just not working or if I just played it weird. I'll have to go back and watch the film, as they say. But, uh, yeah, that wasn't, that was not um, wonderful. <laughs> that's very that's interesting. It. That's That's all I got, man. Well, I mentioned in chat for me, uh, the biggest thing for me this week was General Anakin to Gear 9 on my main account. And why is that big? Gear 9 doesn't seem like such a big thing, but it is a... His, General Anakin has a lot of hurdles, and Kairos at Gear 8 was one of them. Yes. So farming Kairos all week, got uh, yep. Anakin to Gear 9. Now I'm stuck on another Cairo, so hopefully I'll get to him to Gear 10 in the next couple days because I'm, I'm about 25 and 25 for each of those. Uh, yeah. So the... Other thing I just realized that I didn't write here is I spent four Zetas this week. Four of them. Whoa. You know who they went to? <laughs> uh, uh, let me guess. Yeah, they are. Was it all the same character? All in one guy. So, yeah, General Anakin Skywalker now has all four Zetas. I had been... Uh, some people might wonder how you get... Uh, 25 how you can spend four zetas but i had six saved up so i had been waiting for those zetas to use oh, them yeah. on gas nice. so anakin got them just the way i'd planned i figured i looked at my rjt and my uh cls and both of them still only have one zeta so i'm like if i don't give him the four zetas now i might just procrastinate as much as i did with them too and not have them so just yeah. dropped them on there. Now, the fun part of my week... Very exciting stuff. ...goes to my alt account where okay. I play for more fun than I do meta or anything. And that is where I've been working. So if you follow my alt account from what I say on the podcast, I have uh, all Relic 3 bounty hunters, which I love. They're super fun. Now I'm going to Gear 13 and Relic resistance so i've been working on i got rjt to gear 13 this week uh i need to start working on relics for her but the problem is i spend all my cantina on that account on arc trooper because i'm not using uh it's free to play i don't have crystals on it and i don't use them on cantina refreshes so arc is still being farmed there but once he's not I'll start getting the relics on these characters, but RJT's gear 13 BB eight is just about gear 13. And, uh, I'm going to mess this up. Zuryab in chat. This is what I was saying to wait up for my third gear 13 that I'm going to do for resistance is my holdo because I just love some holdo. So that will be my third resistance because how can you not like AOE days? 
the heels. I mean, it's just she's that's a fair. very good character. So I feel like she'll be very totally like, agree. A lot more tanky at uh, Gear Thirteen, getting those relics on her. So that'll be really helpful. Of course, I yep. feel like we're gonna have two resistance teams very soon too. So that'll also add some um, play between the uh, the two teams. Wherever she lands, will be good. So totally down for that. But yep, I've gone all in on resistance on uh, my alt account. So that is where that is where that's going. But of course, as far as content. Or what I've been doing this week goes. It's all gearing all the time. So, since that's what this game is right now. That's the name of the that's game. That's what this is right now. That's what I've been doing. And gearing up characters. Yep. So. Yeah, it's 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 quite exciting. <laughs> so, so, is there... Do you have any goals as far as... Um, Anyone that you're aiming to finish on your main account, like this month, perhaps, like a forecast of some sort. Did I lose my phone? I think I left. Took my phone in the other room. I don't know. Um. Yeah, and it would be on my phone. Give me two seconds. I'm gonna go grab it. Okay. Um. I will go ahead and talk about mine. Uh. Kind of what I'm, at least striving for. Um. You know, I've been working on resistance, trying to make them work in uh, this current territory battle, and yeah, it's, it's okay. It's I, I I got a wave done, and then kind of got got wiped out. Um, I really kind of played it terribly, to be perfectly honest. Um, I don't know how it would have went had I played it a bit more strategically, but I may need to take my resistance up a little bit more. Um, and especially Poe, cause you know, Poe's kind of awesome, um, in that, in that resistance team for the turn mirror reduction and stuff, but also, uh, resistance troopers quite good. So, um, I kind of have a couple options there. I'm not exactly sure which route I'll actually end up going in the end, but, um, I'd like to have that team usable for a territory battle. The other thing I've been considering is Shock T taking her up just because she's so important on the clone mission. And the next main topic we're going to talk about is kind of these flex characters and roster management. But Shock T, you know, I used to not want to take past gear 12, but I'm kind of wanting to take her to gear 13 just because, you know, she's actually quite flexible in this territory battle. Plus, I kind of want to get cam. I was about to say, and, you're going to want her gear um, 13 for that mission. Yeah, I, I'm not sure it's beatable without that. That's, and, yeah, that's pretty. That's what uh, I'm getting at. You know, my my clones, I think, need a little bit more relic, probably, because they, they just don't have enough. Let's see. I've got fives at relic five. And Echo at Relic 5, and then Rex and Arc Trooper both are at Relic 4. And I suspect that's just not going to be enough. Um, I'm already seeing, like, an arena where they need more than they've currently got. And so that's probably something I'm going to start working on here pretty soon. Uh, Joker mentioned in chat, want, try, need, isn't a 23k power requirement for the cam mission? 
And I'm looking. It's um, not 23. It's 22. So yes, it's it is. which I, I'm there at. I'm gonna say with, with the two, two Zetas, Zetas she should be at 22. Um, I attempted it last time. No, mine yeah. relic. F- she she got nuked right off the bat. Mine so. at relic four is twenty seven five eighty. So gear twelve is definitely doable. Um. Yeah, for sure. So on to your question, I think I'm gonna. I think my answer will probably change by the end of the night. Actually, on who I want to gear next. Okay. Um, the only reason I say that is because that's interesting. Now that I so. We've done this territory battle a few times now, and I really have not understood what our plan was for it, like what we were going for, how we were doing it, and uh, obviously, okay, obviously, my own planning for the territory battle will have to change over time as we change from doing one of the two character missions or character areas a day to doing two, but knowing what the our plan is for now makes it really actually seem like it's going to be really easy to plan what characters I want to gear. So I can't really say for sure the ones that I am going to decide to after tonight. But once we talk about it, I have a pretty good idea of the ones that I'm going to favorite by the end of the night. But one that is favorited that I really need to get up is uh, Geo Brood Alpha is only gear 12 with two pieces. And I'd say... I'm three out of four times I will beat the Watt mission. And it's getting really annoying when I do fail it. So I am going to push him to gear 13 because my alt has him at relic three and I never lose it on that account. So I need to (laughs) push that to 100% because at at some point it's not even going to matter if I beat it or not except for shard shop currency, which we all want anyway. But I would like to continue to beat it every time while it still is helping people to get the character. You know what I mean? So GBA is on the list, but now I'm thinking of a Jedi team, like who I really want to get up for uh, as far as Jedi go, because my Jedi have always been bad. So I need to, I need to gear up some Jedis. Um, as far as light side team, who do I want to go after? Because right now, my best te- two teams are Shakti in the 501st and Padme and Galactic Republic. But the way that the combat missions are broken up, I can't really... In some phases, you don't really use those teams together. And that is obnoxious. Yeah. So I need to have mm-hmm. fill-in people for those people that are pulled on to other missions and filling those spots is what I need to figure out and start gearing. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's one of the biggest annoyances totally was for sense. me was the first time we did it where I realized for, in order for me to use uh Padme special mission, I have no Jedi now for the Jedi missions like literally down to my JKR team. Um, and that was it. It's tough. Like, that was the reason I gear 13 to him just because you have to have yeah. him. So I, I, I don't know. I think I'll have a better idea after we talk over our strategy with everyone. And when we talk about the characters, so we shall see what happens. 
for sure. All right, um, let's go to this. Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. I mean, I, oh, I mean, it is an update. This is clearly not an update about the no. game. Because at first I was like, we breaking don't get news? Those. Did they just release something at 840, <laughs> uh, 7.40 on a Friday night there? Oh, that would be fabulous if they would do that. They used um, to do that with uh, yeah, let's, let's, puzzles. I'm good. Remember when we'd randomly have puzzles in the middle of the podcast? Yes. Yep. That was... Those were those were days, ba- but, back yeah. in the better um, days. All right, before the dark times. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, all right, so here's what we're gonna do. Uh, Patreon. We are going to update some stuff on our Patreon. Um, we are going to do away with the gift cards that we do currently on Patreon and Twitch. One primary reason being they are a total pain because we have a lot of people listen from various countries and when you try to give away a gift card that's not in the country you live in, it is a royal pain <laughs> because you can't buy one in a different country. Anyway, it just becomes it becomes a huge pain trying to get that. Congratulations, to work out. you won, and but we can't give it's it. It's just <laughs> it, exactly. So uh, it's just kind of frustrating to deal with. And we've also had a lot of people, you know, just be like, you know, because we basically pay those, pay for those as a kickback. And a lot of people are kind of like, you know, well, I don't want to, you know, you join Patreon to help us. So you want us to keep that. So um, what we're going to do is for our $2 Patreons, we are going to, if you're a $2 or up patron, we are going to add a monthly Q&A. And this is going to be a Patreon-only Q&A that we'll do after a podcast. It'll be like an extra podcast episode. And it'll be Patreon-only questions. So you guys can ask us whatever. And doesn't have to be about the game either. those once a month. Can be whatever you want to ask. Anything goes. Like why I have two yep. giant gray so, balls on my chin, and then I'll explain to you why did why that, these have developed a question on my face. I, I will answer that question only for Patreon. So I will ask that question just to make sure it gets asked. Or <laughs> one of you guys out there, somebody do it. Um, and then for our five dollar patrons. This is kind of cool. Um, here's what we're going to do is we are going to do some Shattered Order stickers. And it's the Shattered Order logo. And the only way to get these is to be a $5 patron. And we will send one out. Um, patron has a thing for this to make this pretty easy. Um, so uh, that will be something that will be added in February. So, you know, here in a couple weeks whenever we hit February. In addition to that... You'll also be entered uh, for a drawing for a Shattered Order t-shirt for the $5 patrons. So, uh, we think that this is a pretty cool idea. We've been wanting to do stickers or something along those lines for a while. And, uh, you know, I know I this is the route we're going to go. I heard you saying February, but my mind still interpreted it as November. And I'm like, 
I don't remember talking about November. That's so long from now. <laughs> I I don't know what's going on lately. Yeah, that's uh, just... It's a new year. It's kind of like trying to get used to the new day. It's like you always write 19 instead of 20. You're still thinking November instead of January. I don't think it's, I've rebooted the Febu- system yet. I don't know. Whatever it was. <laughs> so Yeah. It take it takes a couple months. Um uh, yeah. yeah. But um and what, then, would you uh, say that we we'll there will be another higher tier? Um No, go ahead. I I'll ask this question in a second. Okay. Uh we're gonna do another higher tier where you will get a t shirt, um, the sticker, and we'll give you a shout out, special shout out on every single episode. So um if you guys are patrons, check that out. Uh, and if you're not a patron, what are you doing, man? Patreon.com slash order. We'd love it if you would help support the show. Um, we do really appreciate it. It is incredibly helpful and um, uh, makes it easier for us to improve the show. And also, if you guys have any suggestions for show improvements, shoot them our way. But um, So... What I was the so- I think this is a good place the softball to start. I was trying to throw was so would you say that we were modding them? We're modding, modding the uh, Patreon uh, rewards. Ah, okay, yeah, you could say that. I like. Maybe it. Maybe you should play the sound we're drop. Doing like some six dot mods. Maybe I should. <laughs> That's the softball I'm throwing. You just keep yeah. Um, no. While uh, we wait, I don't know what do the I mod play? sound drop. Here we go. Like, what are you yeah. even doing? Yeah. Do you do you even mod? Like, <laughs> Hashtag. Do you even mod, bro? <laughs> oh my god, mind blown. I just really wanted to hear that again. New sound drop. Got to play it. I totally forgot about. <laughs> yeah, I was like. <laughs> Does he not know what I'm saying? I'm speaking English, I think. Uh, yeah. I'm like, what's he talking about? All right. So, um, dude, what is the plan? What is the plan? That's the question. Um, I have devised an image. So, we should start off by saying this. Uh, our guild is 250 million galactic power. And so if you're at that or anywhere around it, lower specifically, uh, this is a plan that might work for you for dark or light side GOTB. Uh, I don't know what the galactic power level is where this becomes a worse idea than just going straight through. But this is what we're doing. And we're going to kind of talk about uh, our plan for light side GOTB. TBs in the for the uh, near future, and also uh, talk about teams and team comps based on that type of strategy. Because using this strategy, this is why I'm I'm seeing with the strategy that we're going to talk about and start using. I don't need as many teams as I do if you're doing it straightforward. Uh, you still need teams, but the beating the secondary combat missions aren't as they're still important but they're not 
the priority anymore, if that makes sense. Yeah, and you know, it's it's so subjective as far as you know what you're actually able to do um <laughs> depending on your combat missions. It's it's kind of crazy because our combat mission production was not great last time and had it been even mediocre or like mediocrely poor, like we would have had a couple more stars. Um, I'm be honest. I'm gonna level with so, you. I don't know that mine's gonna be past mediocre this time, but I have a better handle on things. I think I have a better handle on the plan. Maybe not so much the plan in the combat missions, but we'll see what happens because yeah. I feel a lot better going into it now that I know the plan. If that makes sense, I don't know. It's just. When you're just staring yeah. at a screen, thinking about how bad it sucks to play these missions and not really about, okay, this is the plan that we're trying to do. We need everyone to do this and that. It's it's just different. So, Yeah, for sure. And, you know, one thing that is good about this plan, kind of depending on combat missions... If we can get to a point where we can do reasonably well in a few of them, there's easy room for improvement. Um, specifically in the cam location, if your guild is getting there to try and get cam shards, uh, I think you might as well basically just go ahead and get one star because it's not too terribly bad to get that one star. But also, the next star after that is only like another 40,000 GP. Mediocre production on the combat mission it is a jedi only combat mission which is the primary problem but just mediocre completion there will get you pretty good success uh there is one benefit to that though you will be using shock t and clones in the cam mission and then that if you have general anakin skywalker that will free him up to go into a jedi team which should be pretty kick-ass i would think um but uh the other thing was, what was it? I think it's phase three, two, two or three, where of uh, the fleet, um, the fleet territories where you can get just fifteen to twenty-five combat missions for us, and we will be hitting another star. So let's see. Let's look at the. Um, yeah, so we have roughly 105 GP of fleet. Um, that was actually as, as of last territory battle. It's probably gone up some. But to two-star the mid, it is 133 million GP. Um, and it's 900K per combat mission completion. So we're kind of within striking distance of if we get basically... 25 30 people to complete combat missions which granted is half You're the talking guild. about ships not easy but if we can okay yes I say mid for some reason all right sorry well i i think i did say mid mm. um i i meant phase two the second slice the top ship one um you know we're really close within striking distance of that and fortunately by having, what was it, two two seven-star Vulture Droids and one seven-star Y-Wing, that's 
basically all you need as far as the new ships in order to complete two platoons in phase one of ships to give the special abilities, which appear to make the combat missions quite a bit easier. I lasted way longer than normal, even though I still lost. I was pretty pissed <laughs> i heard but, it um we've had actually a lot of people complete <laughs> yeah you did um we've had a lot of people actually complete that combat mission so far in our guild which is pretty exciting um so we <laughs> have okay we're within striking distance of an extra can i complain stars. real quick it's it's so yeah, annoying be a lot complaining like you got you all with your seven star negotiators can use them in dark side or in light side territory battle to help you beat these missions. But for those of us with a malevolence, we could not use it at all. So like uh, it's almost to the point besides if you threw fleetering out of the window because I'm obviously doing way better than I ever have in there with malevolence now. But if you threw that part out of the window, it would almost be better TB wise. I mean, it would be better TB wise if I had just gone for the negotiator. You know what I'm saying? It, it's really annoying that the that we're oh, not yeah. not even the next dark side territory battle will be able to use malevolence, but the one after that they said. So it's like it, obnoxious. It's it's <laughs> awful. It's it's so dumb. I I don't understand how that gets so so screwed up but but on the bright side no excuse for a lot of people went after that uh we usually get do really well on ships in the dark side one so i'm not i mean our next star will come from ships in dark side which will come when malevolence well it'll be easy once malevolence is allowed on that phase four of dark side but since more people went after negotiator in the harder TB, it's much more helpful for the guild uh, as as it stands. So I am glad that people are able to use it and we're doing better in those missions with it. But it's weird, the choice between the two and how it affected those types of things. Yeah. Um, so what, like on the ship missions... What, basically what we do is in phase three we could get a star and open up phase four but it's we have found it to be actually a little bit easier um because we end up with the same number of stars either way to just hold short there and then go in for the second star there and the really interesting thing here is see because so even a lot of top tier guilds this is something they should be doing guilds uh, you know, probably more advanced than us. Um, this might be beneficial depending on, I guess, where you're at. But if you look at Slice 3, that fleet one, there's 91 million. Um, that is the mark for one star. So if you would short that on one day and just get close to that mark, uh, you would then only need... Um, 127 million more to get the third star there. So um, that might be a little bit easier than going two star there and then trying to two star the next one. I guess kind of depends on where you're at because um, the number for three star in slice three is the same as the two star number in slice uh, 
Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Um, I was looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, the number for two star and four is just yeah. It's the the number for two star in slice four is three hundred and forty million of the fleet. That's ridiculous. No one's going to get close. The one star is one twenty two. In slice three, um, you know that two seventeen you could easily hit over two days with pretty good combat missions. Like if you if yeah, your guild if you're winning has your combat missions and stuff, then you'll be all right. Yeah. That that'd well, probably be pretty tough to do theory. in one day. It's probably possible to do in one day if you can three star it. But um, I think once we are, all definitely I'm have sure negotiator, of- we'll all be in a much better spot as far as fleet goes in this territory. Though. Yes, maybe not so much in that fourth yeah, slice. Sure. But if you keep it to saving uh, phase three for day four, then there's probably a lot better chance of getting the three stars there. That's still a sizable yeah. if. And, and well, pretty much like everything said, we're talking about here is a lot of sizable uh, ifs. So, Well, for our, our guild, for example, here, what we're going to do when we get to slice three of ships, I think the strategy will be basically to deploy to 91 million. So on that first day, we will be able to do the special mission there. Those of us that have negotiator. Knock out that special mission. And then the following day, do the combat mission. And by doing it like that, we'd only need a hundred and twenty-seven million to get three stars on that day, and that's actually not too terrible because the galactic power that you get when you beat it is pretty pretty hefty. Um, I think we only need fifteen people to be able to beat that combat mission to get three stars on that last day. It is you get one point eight million uh, territory points for completing that, so. That will basically be our strategy. And, of course, we'll report back next week on how it goes. But, um, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... It's None of this was in my head before I wrote out this picture. And I have a feeling that a lot of people in our guild will have a much easier time digesting what the actual plan is than just the words that are written into the... Uh, above each little section inside the territory battle you know what i mean so yeah i don't know it'll be i feel like saying hey stop here at two star will be a lot easier to swallow when you're looking at a picture saying hey this is what we're shooting for here once we get there stop uh going for this star and immediately move to the next one to start moving it towards one star so that yep. makes sense. It does. Um, all right. So now that we've kind of talked about general strategy, um, well, unless there's anything else you want to say there's, about there's, it. Well, there's a little more to this. There's You can, using this strategy okay. too, you do not have to go for every platoon in the slice on the day, first day. Um, basically, yes, you that can is a go for... Point. So you've written it out there on platoons there. Ships you're going to go for every day. Except for on the f- three and four, you can fill up ships phase three over two days. Uh, you get more time there uh, to work it out. You might be able to get more platoons done before you start going after those three stars or two stars in uh, slice three on day four. But uh, as far as day ones goes, you only need to get that bottom one 
for us, the way we're doing it, you only nearly need to go after bottom one. And then the next day you can do the middle because of the parts that they affect, they're not going to affect anything out of order. So phase one, I think affects uh, four and three. If you're looking at the screen, the numbers I'm showing. Uh, uh, for everyone that can't see the picture listening to the podcast, I'm talking about phase two, the two character zones. But uh, for everyone else that listens to the podcast, I'm going to put this picture in resources on our Discord so you can kind of look at it when you listen to the podcast and know what's going on. Um, so, yeah. But uh, you don't have to go for all the platoons at once that saves char- good characters for your guild to use rather than put them in a platoon and you know cut themselves off from some of their better teams yep and uh, something else is some platoons aren't even worth doing if you're not going to be doing you know missions in that next territory um some of them it definitely is others it's not uh let's see the the ATTE which is one that actually affects the cam mission that's probably one you're going to want to do um because it does uh it, it I think it's a passive or oh no 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 the ATT the ATTE is the uh you know the basically uh isn't it the I don't know AOE what you call it. that the mass attack from a yes no. and it like removes droid battalion all that sort of stuff um so that would probably be helpful um those do affect uh special missions right yeah i'm pretty they do, yeah, they do. but obviously you're not going to but be but there won't be any droid battalion or any of those things in the special mission, but it does do extra damage. Uh, well, there's non elite. There's a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's it. There is benefit. It's just not the same. No. It's not completely geared towards special missions, but there's benefit. Correct. So, um, um and, and the thing I was talking about with that Jedi mission there, if that's something your guild's going to do, is that's uh, another one you would probably want to fill. And a Joker, they are worth um, points, which might make the difference. Do the math. Yes, they are. They will make the difference. But it, in the middle, let's say, the middle is the one we're waiting for the second day to get stars on. So we're not even going to get one star on the first day in the middle. So there's getting the GP from the platoons on the first day in the middle isn't going to do us isn't going to do any different than us doing it the next day. Now, the one thing it can do is before you deploy to the bottom, fill any empty platoons in the middle section with your extra characters. That way uh, you've already got a jump start on filling those platoons, but you're going to want that GP mm-hmm. in the one character slot that you're working on. And uh, having that extra to put into the bottom rather than the platoon that you can do the next day instead uh, is probably going to help out more into the one you're actually working on that day. For sure. And yeah, we are going for six for six on all of them. Um, And it's a lot easier to do when you're only doing one of two a day because a, you can send in the bottom 
bottom geared characters and keep good characters for people to do their command or command missions, combat missions. Well, we filled both platoons in that first slice. So, you know, when we open up that next one, that ATTE one, we can kind of work on some, but that this is going to give us a lot more roster for combat missions on day two. Because uh, I think there are four total combat missions plus a special mission you could do. So depending on which day you do the special mission on, um, that could free up like your Galactic Republic team or something. Um, and then that you would have, you know, say two teams plus um, two teams of anything you want plus a Jedi team that you'll have to use. Because I, I don't think anyone really has a second Jedi team. Um, yeah, having it's a just second hard Jedi team to... would make a world of difference. And it's really, literally, the reason I still believe that a Jedi rework is somewhere in the future. I don't believe that a Jedi rework is coming in the next three months. Because they've talked about all this uh, Rise of Skywalker new trilogy content up until the spring. But I'd venture to say by the time the spring comes and we're out of the new movie stuff, that's probably when we would see it. And as Hopefully. far as chat goes, I got a question that maybe you can answer. I don't know the actual answer. I think I know the answer, and I was reading Reddit, and this is the same answer they give when I was looking at it earlier. But the question was, could you platoon, then reuse the m- characters in the missions the next day? And I believe that, like raids and like yes. anything else, they refresh uh, at the refresh for the next phase, and mm-hmm. you can use them again. Even that if they correct. were platooned so, into a section that you're you can... working on. So. Yep, that is correct. Very good, very good. All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about, like just strategy-wise with the TB? Or do you want to move on to characters? Strategy-wise, I would just say don't wing it. Like, that's one of the re- one of the biggest problems I had with this was just not knowing what was going on or what we were doing because the plan for this one is so different for our guild than any of the other three. So strategy wise, make a strategy, whatever, if your guild is doing this, find out what your guild strategy is. If you're a guild leader, effectively communicate that strategy so that everyone going in and fighting these battles doesn't feel lost. Cause I, I guarantee there's a reason that they like, uh, motivational speakers always say to set goals for yourself, right? Because you know what you're working towards, right? So make sure that your guild knows what they're working towards. Have a strategy in place, and that will make it. Even if, even if, even if you are losing CMs still every time, at least you know what characters you can use where, uh, whether they'll reset and you'll be able to use them in the next, in a different territory the next day. Like there's just so much more clarity for me knowing what the plan is and the, yes. And then I am the guild leader of my guild, not knowing what the plan was. So I can guarantee there are people in my guild that did not know the plan and this will make it a lot easier for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that, that is really important to make sure everyone is, on the same page and actually understanding what the hell you're doing because, you know, that could be slightly important. Um, but we'll we'll see how we do. Uh, you know, we should get 15 stars. 
you know, depending on, we'll see how things go, but I, I think we have, we have the potential for more than that. I, I don't know if we'll get them or not. We'll see. And we'll see how many cam shards we get. That's the part I am. That's the part I am curious about. But All right. All right. So let's move along. Hey, boys. <laughs> Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> Classic. This is more like not new player strategy, but I guess uh, you're for this is more like roster strategy, I guess. Um, Listen, if I were to say I had uh, more experience in light side GOTBs, I'd be lying. So as far as this goes, yeah, less experienced player. I think a lot of us still are because we've only done it what twice, three times. I don't even know at this point. I think this is the third time. I think this is the third time as well. So, yeah, there you go. Um, so the big thing here is just kind of roster management because so many of these characters that are good fit in so many different teams. C-3PO is a fantastic example. He's amazing with Padme. He's great with uh, RJT. He's great with CLS. Um, There are a lot of options for a lot of these characters. And the way some of these requirements work out based on the way it forces us to kind of move territory to territory to complete it, I think there are some options you have with mixing teams up to make them quite a bit more effective. And I think that's going to be pretty fun to talk about. I agree because once I wrote this out for the notes, I started realizing that there is the way we're going to be doing this territory battle. There's a lot of overlap where I don't really need to gear uh, four teams for this. I need to gear... I need to have two really good ones that are a set of probably like 15 to 16 characters so that they can inner slot for different things, including special missions and whatever. But there's a lot of carryover between the teams needed for all four of the zones that we'll be doing. Uh, before we talk about them, I can just say this. Phase 1 South needs a Jedi team and a light side team. That's day one. Yep. Phase 1 Mid needs a Jedi team and a light side team. So there's two days out of four already yep. where if I have two good teams to fill those two slots, I'm already got half the TV covered as far as characters go. And then on top of that, yeah. and phase two when- south is the same with light side and Jedi, though the Jedi need to be 21,000 uh, galactic power. That's the power requirement for that one. But if you're getting that Jedi team up for phase one for both those slices you're going to want them to be up in the high power area anyway. So now you've already covered three days and then you start moving into the last day, which is a little different, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of overlap here. And that's why I was saying I need to update my favorites page because now that I know that I, I, before it felt hopeless because it felt like there were, I was going to have to gear like 700 teams, but right now I can get away with 
two or three really good ones with some extra characters added in to throw yes. inside the team if I have to cover platoons or whatever. It's it's just not as daunting as far as the amount of characters you need. Now, once we get a year from now where we have a lot more GP into our accounts and we're not running this time. I say that, but then we have uh, people like our friend Grande in the chat saying 350 million uh, galactic power guilds are running <laughs> the same strategy. So maybe this is the way it's going to be for a long time. So uh, maybe this won't change for a while, but you're starting to that's, see that's probably true. an easier way to look at this than for me. One of the other daunting things about it was just how many characters I felt like I had to, to gear for this. So, yeah. And the, like I said, that's the big thing that I love that you just said is it's really two teams. I mean, you need two really good teams, but the problem is one of them is a Jedi team, which is why I know I've talked about this before. To me, Gear 13 Jolie might be the best overall investment for the Genosis light side territory battle because he will get used every single phase. He is, he can carry the team. Um, you may not get four out of four with him being gear 13, but you should be able to beat a wave. I, even if the rest of your team is gear 12, you have a chance of being a wave with him being gear 13. Um, just because of his ability to revive and kind of keep that team going. He's, he's fabulous. And um, another character that I think's underrated. I know a lot of maybe newer players may not have him, but Hermit Yoda is freaking fantastic on that team. I love those two characters combined. Yeah. They, uh, I did, wasn't able to beat the uh, wave of the Jedi, um, of the Jedi mission on the first time, the very first one where it was cut in half. Uh, but I was on my alt. Yeah. And that was because of timely revives from Jolie in that mission where he was not killed as quickly as uh, he's got a few more gear 12 pieces on my alt than he does on my main. So you can just a few gear pieces. You could tell the difference. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, and uh, I mod mine with all health primaries. Um, I absolutely load him up with health and he is he's freaking fantastic. I mean, it even once everyone else is dead, it takes a little while them little while for them to kill him off. Um it, it's pretty crazy. He's he's great. Oh, it just um, that's just always so, so, been this my strategy with Jolie, even when I had him in arena because if you can just keep them yep. swatting at him for as long as they do when he's got good health and pr- protection on him, he'll just bring everyone back uh-huh. after a few turns. And then on top of that, um, that was at gear 12 back when I was doing it. And I can't imagine yeah. the health and protection he gets to with those relic tears because he's already, he's not even a tank and he's tanky as all hell. So mine is relic five and has 106,000 health. I run uh, two health sets and four health primaries on him. And yeah, he is tanky. Um, so, one uh, the the next thing I kind of want to talk about is, so you have Jolie, who I think is a very much a key character, but you also have the Shock T and clones. 
that's a team you should be working on for this territory battle because cam shards and because they're insanely good. They are absolutely amazing. Um, but one part of that is I do think that Shakti is the best lead for the clones, better than General Anakin Skywalker. I just did a mission. Um, I have a Max General Anakin Skywalker. I used them as used him as a lead for the clones, and that team it didn't. I ended up going four out of four, but I got lucky to go a four out of four. I do think that team is so much better with Shock T. Um, so I'm going to try that whenever we get the roster reset. I'll be using her there. And then I'm going to move General Anakin Skywalker, who is a Jedi, over to my Jedi Knight Revan team. So I think by having Jedi Knight Revan, Jolie, him, Grandmaster Yoda, and Hermit Yoda all on a team... There's no freaking reason I shouldn't be able to go 4 out 4 with that team, I'm hoping. Um, because he is an absolute wrecking ball with the AoE days and everything. Uh, I'm kind of excited to test that out. He's just the the flexibility of some of these characters that have the multi-factions. Um, Joanna and Skywalker obviously being one, but Shock T. Great investment because you could use her under Padme if your clones aren't ready. Um, she has the dispel on basic, the offense up, um, counters, gains turn meter. She has a really great kit that you can assist fit in call. under Jedi Knight Raven. That you, assist call, um, all of that, and it it all works with her as lead Jedi Knight Raven, Padme. You have a lot of options there, so she's another one that I think is just a great investment that will really kind of help your roster do much better in this territory battle. Completely agree. I mean, that's part of the reason I have hope for where I'm at at the moment. My Shakti and clones are all Relic 4, so there's one team already I know that I have good I'm 5 out of 100 on General Anakin Skywalker, so that's going to be a while before he gets up there. But once he's there, then you throw you have, like you said, you have all the options of where to throw him in that te- in those teams. Uh, my Galactic Republic team with the Ahsoka, Kenobi... Ahsoka, Kenobi... General... Not General... Anakin Skywalker and Padme, they're all Relic 4, so I really need a fifth one to go in there on that team and then just fiddling around with who I want to be that light side team. So you got the Jedi team in Phase 1. I'm thinking for the light side team, I'm going to go Shock T and the clones. And the Jedi team, I'm going to go JKR with Anakin, Kenobi... Jolie and Yoda because those are all my highest geared Jedi at the moment but now you're getting to the point where we're talking about it and I think that Jolie is going to be one of my Jolie after Jolie or Geo Brood Alpha are going to be the next year 13 and then after that I need to figure out whether it's uh, JKR or Yoda Um, but I feel like Oh, Grandmaster Yoda should definitely be one. He's amazing. Yeah, because I feel like, like I mentioned when you were up, the my Galactic Republic team's good. My Shakti clones is good. And if I can just get a decent Jedi team, I probably will be in really good shape here. 
And then adding in extra characters like sure. uh, C-3PO. Um, there's a few more that I need to get up to gear 13, but I feel like that'll end up being... That'll be when I get the... When I have the teams ready to go. Another one we didn't mention was Phase 2 Middle has a Galactic Republic uh, combat mission that requires 21,000 yes. power. So that's another reason why I'm staring yep. at uh, C-3PO. Um, because... But the other part to that is there's no... There's no Jedi mission in Phase 2 Middle. So if I do have Yoda... At gear 13, he's Galactic Republic, and he could slot into that fifth slot under Padme in that mission if I needed him to. Yep. 100%. So I think that I, um, I'm thinking, uh, Joe, I think in Geo Brood Alpha, Jolie, and Yoda are the three that I need to do the next. By the way, another, the other another big, big plus of Jolie and Let's see if you're going to say what I was literally about to say. It's not inside of light side territory. Uh, no, I was going to say the big benefit of Jolie and Grandmaster Yoda is taking down General Grievous teams. Um, a literally like what I was going to say too. carry you through it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was about to say another great part of getting Jolie to gear 13 is uh, having him to use with JKR to take on General Grievous teams. So, dual threat there as far as PvP and territory battles. 100%. And I can deal with that. I'm okay with that. So, Yeah, for sure. Um, Because that is a frustrating team if you don't have a really good counter. And, you know, Jedi Knight Revan's probably, you know, one of the best counters. And, you know, Jolie will just carry you through it. Uh, Let's talk about Phase 2 South for a second there's a mission there it's a special mission okay. kenobi yeah uh, commander cody i'll never get in clone sergeant phase one are we i mean how big of a priority is that i feel like it's not one to me low yeah yeah cause... i'm not worried about it all honestly special missions in general i don't particularly care about um the pad bay one would be nice like beating that one i haven't even so uh I didn't beat that one because I tested using Ayla in that one, and I kind of need 3PO. That did not go very well, and on it, my mod setup isn't great for this territory battle. I think I need to, I think I need to put a little bit more speed on Padme because she just doesn't get get quite around to having enough turns, and it kind of puts me in a little bit of a sticky situation pretty often. So I, I may remod her and get away from my like. 220 speed Padme and speed her up some, but uh, the um, where was I going with this? Oh, special missions. I just mm-hmm. I don't really care. The only special mission I care about is the cam mission. Um, and yeah, the big benefit of that obviously is if you can beat that mission, you have a team that can get you four out of four anywhere else on the board, pretty much. So um that that's obviously a huge focus but other than that eh, i'm just not too worried about the return on investment is just not that great i'd rather do well on the combat missions and once i have enough teams you know once i have probably 
probably one more team. If I had one more solid team, I think I'd feel a lot more comfortable about spreading out and really trying to use my best team in that combat mission. But um, I, I don't know. I, I may try the... I may have to try the General Skywalker Ahsoka Tano. Uh, oh, that's it's a combat, a combat mission. mission. It? That's not a special mission. So that's the oh. other good part to that is that if you have yeah, General that is a, Skywalker at seven yeah. star, him and Ahsoka, you don't have you didn't have him seven star last time, right? No, I did not. I was say so. You haven't even gotten to try that one, but that is another good one. Nope. Uh, the only thing that you got to think about now with that uh, that mission is the fact that there's a Galactic Republic combat mission in that same section, and a lot of people use Ahsoka Tano under Padme, so you have to find a fifth that's not Ahsoka to go into that Galactic Republic mission. And that's one I hadn't really well. If about you have a shock I'll be using... team, shock T and clones phase. That when you're doing phase two middle, you're going to be using Shakti and clones for the cam mission that day. Uh, yeah, maybe that's a possibility. Um, well, for oh, no, one day, no, maybe so about it. for yeah. us the way it's it'll open, open up on the. Well, it's yeah, because yes, the day you're on doing one day phase you will, four, another day middle, you won't. You're not. Oh yeah, because you're opening. That's right. You open the cam mission for because it'll be open on day three. So we'll be doing those combat. You're missions right. That you're day. right. So if you but, do the cam mission on day three, then you'll have. That's probably the best way to do it. Then is doing cam mission on day three. That way you have those extra Galactic Republic characters for the day four. Well, we won't have cam on day three. We'll have cam open on day four with our strategy. Yeah, okay, right, right, right. See, that's what was throwing me off. For some reason, but, I was thinking that... But P- P2 mid will be open on day three, so we'll be able to do combat missions there and push as close to that one star as possible oh, and okay. then yeah, finish yeah, yeah. try and get those stars on that final day. That's right. That makes sense. So. You can use it. You'll probably be doing those missions twice, so the first time you do it, you will have them available to use. I exactly. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, we will see. But, uh, yeah, Ahsoka Tano is another great character that just... She fits so many places. Even if you don't have Padme. Um, it's just great you know, how hard she with hits Jedi since and... her rework. That yeah, Ahsoka Tano awesome. rework was, she's a... was amazing. And, and the biggest thing is, you know, that uh, the ability for her to come in whenever somebody uses a special... Because she has that dispel on basic. That is a fan freaking tastic Zeta. It is absolutely amazing. Okay, that was on my alt. I was gonna say I thought that was on my main, but that was on my alt. This past week I used three Zetas on my alt. Because in, in the what did you do this week? I talked about the four Zetas on Anakin. But I I put Kenobi, Anakin, and Ahsoka's on this week on my alt account. So yeah, okay, I nice. agree. I wanted that one pretty bad when I saw it. Yeah. So. Um. Is there anyone else that you're kind of having an issue figuring out what to do with? Mm, 
Well, I mean, I was before I started planning my notes for this podcast, but now I have a pretty good idea of (laughs) (laughs) what I'm actually going to do. Like I said, preparing for this podcast Um, was actually pretty uh, informative for me. I want to know if anyone's had good success with CLS Rebels because I've tested them and it went horrible. Um, and you know, my, my Chewie and Han are pretty good, but I just, uh, without Captain Han, I'm not sure what kind of success that team can actually have. Cause you almost need the revives. Um, even though that team hits ridiculously hard. Um, let's see who, who was it? Oh, Durhai. I want to ask this Durhai relic seven Kanan. Do you think he's using it in the uh, light side GOTB? Ooh. And do you like it? I would assume so. I bet that's fun as hell. Uh, Kanan's really good Jedi. Um, you know, if he's a character that you took up for Thrawn, not a bad character to finish. Uh, you know, a lot. there are a lot of Jedi that can be really good in this territory battle with, you know, Jedi Knight Revan as kind of a fill-in. Uh I kind of have Ayla as that other Jedi that I'll be using. Um, she's, I think she's going to be fantastic in this, but also wanted to take her up just so I could fill her in with Padme. And um, You want to yeah, know what I'm worrying about? Or I'm questionable. I'm questionable about, is that's the word what? I'm trying to say. Questionable is a Barris. Zated Barris. Regular Barris, not so much, but Zated Barris. Yeah. She hits like a wet noodle, but that yeah, Zeta but, uh, Bear should be good. really good. Um Yes, 100%. That's that's Zeta I don't even have actually, but um I, I can definitely see it being useful especially because of all these B1s that, you know, attack out turn and stuff recovering 20% health. Um you you need a big health pool, you know, to counterbalance that, but uh, you know, a lot of these characters don't necessarily hit hard. You have characters that hit mediocre hard and then ones that hit like a freight train. So you can usually survive the freight train hits if you're stocked up on health. Um, but Barris might be something that would definitely help you do that. Uh, one thing I just thought of as well, uh, based on Cam's kit and what he does with healers in the team, that might be forward thinking to have her at gear 13, for when you do unlock him. Yeah, that's a really good I mean, point, it's been dude. a while since we talked uh, about get, the kit, getting but Cam there's a lot seven of... Getting star would be... Yeah. Well, that would be huge in this territory. Big game changer. Territory battle. So, yeah, yeah that that's that definitely sure. an interesting one with Barris there. One I've always thought about, but she's very gear-heavy, kind of like Kanan is, which is why I would never do Kanan. But... Not to mention, I don't have yep. a lot of experience with Kanan, and from what Gom is saying in in uh, chat, depending on the damage, his resistance can be pretty bad. So who knows? Who knows? I think I think most of I think most of the characters in the territory battle do physical damage. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but most of them do. Um, couple of the nuke abilities i'm not sure what they are but um the basic stuff 
should be pretty fine with. Um, what about man? Okay, so I wanted I, uh, to ask this question as far as if we moved off of characters, I want to know. I don't have a negotiator. Don't even have it unlocked. So what's the okay. best combo if you don't have a negotiator for ships? Because one thing I didn't have last light side GOTB was a seven star Millennium Falcon. Oh, um, I, I'll be honest. I didn't have much luck with the Millennium Falcon. Um, you obviously would want to use Akbar, but we also didn't have the new special abilities for the ship. Um, and the, the new special ability you have, what is it? Um, attack mode and def- formations. That's what they're called. So I want to talk about those real quick. Cause that's actually a pretty good point that you bring up. Like I said, once you get to a point where you have at least one seven star Y wing and you have two seven star vulture droids, you should be able to complete the platoons enough to where you unlock the formations. Uh, this is an, a capital ship ability. It's two abilities. They are on the same turn cooldown. You choose which one you want to use. You have Assault Formation and Defensive Formation. Your ships start in Defensive Formation. Um, here, I'm going to read the Assault Formation. Reduce allied non-capital ships cooldowns by two, and they gain 50% turn meter. This ship takes a bonus turn without reducing its cooldowns. This ability starts on cooldown and shares a cooldown with defensive formation. Um, That last part, I'm going to skip on the next one because basically all it does is it allows you to switch your formation every two turns. and, um, And then you get to take your normal ability. So anytime that's up, if you want to change it, use it. Um, Even... uh, even if you don't want to, you might as well use one of them because then you'll still get to turn around and use whatever ability on your capital ship. So that's really important. Uh, but here's the defensive formation. Until a new formation is issued, allied tanks taunt for one turn at the start of each turn if they don't already have it. This ship takes a bonus turn, blah, 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 blah. So the defense formation basically allows your tanks to taunt. So um, a good example would be like fives or let's let's go look at rebel rebel tanks that might be able to taunt and hopefully protect the fleet that you're talking about. Because a lot of people probably have Admiral Akbar and the Millennium Falcon at seven stars able to um, use them. Biggs. I've heard Biggs is very good with this. That is a great one. Biggs is freaking fantastic, and getting him to taunt even more often is, of course, good. Um, I like that a lot. Uh, let's see. He might be the best choice. Uh, I don't know how Biggs, a barn starfighter, clone sergeant starfighter. Um, clone sergeant starfighter will be good on. You know, whether you are using uh, Admiral Akbar, Negotiator, Mace, whatever, um, it will be really, really good there um, just because it's tanky as hell. Assuming you have a reasonable gear level. Mine's a gear 11, so not reasonable enough. Yeah, that's probably why I would throw him uh, in that starting lineup. 
I think it's more tanky. Well, I mean, with Clone that, Sergeant's got a lot of protection. It, Let me look. I'm gonna look here, at the here's the big thing is because you open up with the defensive formation, that will automatically trigger Big's taunt. And this mm-hmm. will allow you to run kind of the traditional rebel fleet of Big's, uh, Biston, if you have him, and Hans Millennium Falcon. And hopefully be able to use Biston to give Turnmere to your team and kind of get something going with that team. That might be a pretty good way to go. And then uh, you'll have Biggs taunting to help protect Biston and the Falcon. So that's probably what I would go with. Unfortunately, my Biston's Ewing has a Gear 7 Biston and a Gear... What is that? That's... Six... SR, <laughs> yeah. So my Ewing, yeah, is that might not be the best fleet to go with. It might be the only one. So um, I have to all right. figure out something else for Ewing. I have Cassie. Um, let's see. That's not a bad option. You could go with a Bard Starfighter. Uh, you might be able to even start with. Anakin ship out there just because it is fast and it'll be protected by bigs that should be able to hold up um, to be able to get a couple turns off at least. Uh, you could go with um, you know kind of the, the there's a lot of Galactic Republic options not a ton of rebel options that are particularly great. Uh the Phantom is obviously a great reinforcement no matter what, just because allows you to get multiple ships out on the board super quickly. That was where I screwed up. I did not use the Phantom, and I should have. Had I done that, I think I would have done considerably better. So I think next time on the combat missions, I, I will make sure to bring that ship out immediately. That way on the following turn, I can make sure to bring a ship out um, just because... You know, more ships on the boards. Certainly a good thing in these missions. I'm kind of, I don't know. Maybe I'm just trying to fit this in somewhere where it's good. But I'm looking at the Ebonhawk. I'm looking at its unique. Ebonhawk gains foresight for one one turn each time it is critically hit. Has 15% defense for each other ally. All allies have 20% potency. And Ebonhawk gains 30% turn meter each time it scores a crit hit. That's its unique. And then you got the chest. So here's the deal with the Ebonhawk. Yeah, the best ability that ship has is its reinforcement. Uh, and this is, of course, the max reinforcement. Mm-hmm. Dispel target lock from all allies and grant them chaff for two turns. Dispel all buffs on all enemies and inflict invasion down on them for two turns, which can't be evaded. I love that reinforcement ability because there's nothing like getting rid of all the buffs on the other team and getting rid of target lock on you um, and basically making you immune to target lock. So I think that is a fantastic ship to use. Uh, I I would prefer it as a reinforcement. I think, you know, uh, it would still be good as a starter, but I think it would really shine as a reinforcement. I still think my favorite reinforcement, if you can get it to that point of all ships, is Lando's Millennium Falcon. Still has the best reinforcement. I've it's seen. pretty good. 
I mean, to be able to take a turn for as many reinforcements that were pulled out before them. Not to mention my Lando and my L3 are both gear 12, so the ship already is in a good spot. I don't know. I'm going to have to play around. We'll see what happens. I like it. For sure. So after record it and let us know how you did i'll record it how i did depends on if it's ever shown <laughs> well that's totally fair totally fair um i'll be curious to see see how long you last because like i said this first time that we've kind of got to play with these uh assault and defensive formations thing and it's it does it makes a huge difference uh i mean i'm really i'm really surprised with the difference that makes it actually makes combat missions pretty reasonable um well it's definitely nice considering what it costs how damn close i was it's definitely nice considering what it costs to get it considering vulture droid hasn't been farmable for too long hyena droids not even farmable and btlb y-wing is not farmable so if you're able to get those platoons Yep. You'll be in a good spot. So. Yep. You have options. And I, I think you can also complete two of those platoons if you have one vulture and two Y wings. Um, but you basically need two of one and one of the other. And, you know, uh, you should be good. Sounds good to me. So, um, you have. Any other thoughts? Uh, I think that I need to play Territory Battle this week and see how it goes. I mean, I'm in a much more positive I think position. that's probably a good idea. Than I have been in the past, but I haven't played it at all yet, besides platooning. So we'll see yeah. how I feel after I start my first uh, phase here. But I don't know. I have, I'm seeing light, I think. So there's that. Very exciting. All right. Well, I wanted to do. Um, all right. I wanted to do something that, uh, are you hearing me on a delay? Uh, sometimes, sometimes not. My internet connection's sucking. So yeah if, yeah. if there's more overlap than usual, that would be why. I was going to say, because I keep saying things or we start talking over each other. I'm like, why is this happening? All right. I got it. Makes sense. Well, what yeah. I wanted to do is I, we don't have a Swugga quiz, but I wanted to bring up a quiz this week, just a Star Wars quiz for me and you to go through and see if me and you can beat this thing. If we can go 15 out of 15. So I, I think I should play this then. Do it. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the force be with you. All right, so we got 15 questions. All righty. 15 questions and I will read all the, the question off and the answers and then we will decide. So there we go. Alrighty. 
Sounds like a plan. Alright, starting it up. Three, two, one, let's go. Who is Luke and Leia's mother? Wow. Sample questions were a lot harder than this one is. Wow. None. Okay. Uh, this quiz might be terrible. I don't know if you can see this. The answers right. are. I will go with who is. Can I just take a guess? Well, the problem is none of the answers on here are <laughs> the actual answer. They have Palme, P-A-L-M-E, Amadala. They have Queen Apelana, Unknown, and Ashoka Tano. This might be fun just because it's so bad. I'm going to go with Paul May. What Amadol. in the hell are we doing? <laughs> okay. I should have tested this beforehand. All right, we got it. Paul May. Paul May Amadala. All righty. Right, I've never heard All of right. Paul May. Next question. What do we got? The Like the L's not even next to the D on the... <laughs> keyboard i just i don't understand all right how many people did it take right. to operate the job of the hut puppet you've got oh okay this is a good one 20 10 1 and 4 i'm, I'm thinking, thinking 10 see i think the answer is 10 but 4 seems like it makes the most sense, but I think 10 is what I've seen in the past. All right, we'll go with 10. Final answer. We got it. We're good. The streak is alive. Yeah. All right. All right. Question three. I like it. What two characters appeared in Indiana Jones and two Star Trek movies? What? C-3PO and Luke, Leia and Yoda, Han Solo and R2-D2, R2-D2 and C-3PO. What? So it makes sense. I uh, It must be uh, like I guess they're talking them. about the actors? I don't know. Well, I, I mean, Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones, so... I, my first thought is to say Han Solo, but no, who plays R two D two? What's his name? I forget. See, I gotta kind of think it's R two D two and C three PO, as in like pictures that appeared in the background of these two mo things. I could see <laughs> that, yeah. And I feel like I've heard I, I, about I don't the R two D two and the C three PO thing in Indiana Jones, just because it's all both of them were Lucas. Okay. I'll go with whatever you want. You pick. Uh, let's. Uh, no, you you pick. Go with whatever you're thinking, because I'm I'm going based on the fact that Han Solo was played by the same person as Indiana Jones. So, uh, and this question is an ungodly vague. I just don't. <laughs> okay, it was also, it was also interesting. That's. It was also Indiana Jones instead of Indiana Jones. So it might have been a totally different movie. You never know. But that's what it was. They were hier <laughs> hieroglyphs on the wall in Indiana Jones. That's what Joker says. And they were both background debris oh. in Star Trek. Interesting. That is crazy. I did not know that. Interesting. Okay. 
All right, I have no idea on this one. How long did it take to first record the opening credits? Two days, 30 minutes, seven hours, or three hours? I mean, I feel like that technology I say three is easy hours. now and hard then. Well, I remember seeing how they did it. I just don't know how long it took them to get to that point. They basically had a screen laid down, and this text would scroll across. Or no, yeah, no, yeah, it was a big was tarp, and it was basically had like- on screen, and then they took the camera and moved the camera away, essentially. Um, hmm. Hmm. I'm I'm gonna go with three hours. All right, I can see what you're saying. <laughs> Chicken bottom. I think you guys are unknowing contributing to the Russian hacking effort to the NSA. <sighs> That's probably true. This Three is... hours. We got it. This is interesting. We got it. All right. Hell Next yeah. Question. Nice. We're... Did not see that coming. Is this an actual question? Were more stormtroopers left or right handed? Left, right, both equally. I'm trying to think of the movies now. I'm going to say right handed. Yeah, I feel like I feel like right's got to be it. Wow. Right is yeah. wrong. It was left. Really? <laughs> Interesting. You know, I'm not going to take everything really? in this trivia as gospel, but that is interesting. Interesting. I'm going to watch I'm going to watch movies different. Huh. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch for that now when I watch the original trilogy. What was Yoda originally going to be played by? A monkey in a mask, a short man with a mask, Bill Bill Murray, or a blue puppet? I want to say a monkey in a mask. <laughs> I want to say Bill Murray, just because I find it hilarious. But that's not the answer. I That would be... I don't, He'd be too young then. Bill right? Murray wouldn't surprise. That that's actually my second answer. I think it's either Monkey in a Mask or Bill Murray, but I. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't think it's. All right. What we'll do you go think? With, let's go with Monkey. Monkey okay. in a Mask. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken bottom monkey. Oh, monkey. George Lucas was mask. insane even then. Yep. Uh, I mean, question it's not a terrible seven. idea, to be honest. I mean, I, they would have made okay. it work, I'm sure. Who does the voice actor for Yoda also play? Not in Star Wars. Elmo, Miss Piggy, Big Bird, or Barry B. Benson? I did not know that was the case. Um, I think it's Big Bird. I'm going to go with Big Bird. Actually, it may might be Miss Piggy. Big Bird or Miss Piggy? That's, those are my guesses. Yeah. Yeah, Big Bird. That's kind of where I'm leaning. All right, we're going Big Bird. It's not. It is Miss Piggy. Really? Okay. Interesting. I did not know that. Huh. You know, I, after I looked at, I'm like, Miss Piggy, that also sounds correct. I don't know. Who is the owner of the purple lightsaber? 
This should be easy. Yoda, Darth Maul, Mace Windu, or Obi-Wan All Kenobi. Right. Yeah, we know that one. Mace Windu. All right, next up. Oh, we got a redemption question. I got it. Left-handed. Give me them points. All right. Oh, question nine. Yeah, How is Kylo Ren related to Darth Vader? Grandson, grandnephew, not related. Second cousin twice removed. Grandson, moving on. Agreed. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me if it was wrong. Uh, what group was never played by people until the seventh movie? Stormtroopers, Jar Jar Binks, The Siths, or C-3PO? C-3PO is not a group. Neither is Jar Jar Binks. Wait, repeat it one more time. I, I don't know. Okay. What group was never played by people until the seventh movie? Stormtroopers, Jar Jar Binks, The Siths, or C-3PO? The Siths? Were the Siths played by people in the, the seventh movie? I don't remember that. Well, Mates? no, I'm clarifying that that's what you said. That is what I said. I know you were clarifying. I'm just curious. I'm just thinking out loud. Uh, good Lord, I don't. Yeah, it's. I'm with you, Chicken Bottom. The Sith is the only one that makes sense. And it's wrong. Stormtroopers. I'm pretty sure Stormtroopers were played by people in the original trilogy, so I don't believe. I don't trust that one. Were not played by people. Okay, sure. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Maurice. you know my neighbors, the <laughs> Siths. That is exactly what I thought when I read it. I'm like, is that a bad sitcom yep. idea? Nice. Hey, we're the Siths. What was Luke's last name before it was changed? I know this one. It was always Star Walker. What? <laughs> what? No, it was Star Killer. Right, right. Star Killer is the name, but they, one of the answers was it was always Star Walker. I think he meant Skywalker. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Star! Oh God, Star Killer it oh, is geez. for the points. Right. This is why I have trust issues with this. Nice. Uh, it's totally fair. It's totally fair. This is sketchy as hell. All right, what special weapon right. did stormtroopers originally have? Nothing, a baton, a lightsaber, or death rays. I want to say Death Rays, because that sounds like a very late 70s thing. That's... Yeah, uh, I'm I'm with you on the Death Rays. I don't even right. remember what the other answers were, but I want that one. No. They were going to give Stormtroopers lightsabers? I, I don't know if I believe it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I believe that. Because I feel like that, that was a lot of CGI work back then to even have lightsabers. And yeah, I don't buy that. Joker said they originally had lightsabers. Everyone did. Well. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. interesting. I had no idea. I guess they probably scrapped it because of the issue of trying to get it to look right and everything on screen. 
What major character does Leia never get to meet? Darth Vader, Padme Amidala, Obi-Wan Kenobi, or R2-D2? I'm pretty sure it's Obi-Wan, right? Obi-Wan dies before they even rescue her. That... Wait, she never well, meets Padme I mean, either. <laughs> yeah, the, she would have met... She would have met Obi-Wan and her mother equally. Right? Do you count, like, coming out of your mom as meeting her? Yeah. Well, ba based on what she says in the transmission from A New Hope, I would assume that maybe she had met or something. So, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm going to say Padme. Oh, man, you're killing me i kind of want to say kenobi so rock paper scissors pick whatever this is <laughs> i'm gonna put obi-wan i don't i'm kidding okay. obi-wan obi-wan it is i guess he's going with the idea that when you're born from okay. your mother even if you're a baby you meet i don't know so all right Question 14. What is Darth Vader's theme song called? Who is it composed by? Dark Father by William Johnson. From Shadows by Jeff Williams. <laughs> Royal Walk by John Wilson. Or The Imperial March by John Williams. Done. Got it. Easy. Only one of those even sounds like a real name. People could have guessed that. This is, <laughs> this is absurd. This is This is old. So I know the All answer. Right. How many Star Wars movies are there? Six, four, eight, or five? Well, let's be honest here. None of these answers are correct, even if this was made <laughs> before Rise of Skywalker, because you got to add in Solo and Rogue One, and that would make it 10. Yeah. But I'm going to click eight, and I'm going to get it right. All right, redemption question. Not that it matters. Uh, lightsaber gives the points. All right, we've let's see where we fell at the end. We felt we were ninth. We got ninth out of everyone that's taken it. Hmm. Well, these people should write should not be writing quizzes anymore. That not makes quizzes. you be thankful for Tesh. Tesh, we need more trivia. Tesh is the man who overcomes trivia, not this Joker. <laughs> yeah, who is this guy? All right, maybe it was Joker that wrote this. Huh. All right. Yeah, maybe. Well, I think that's pretty much going to wrap up this episode. Um, Agreed. Hey. You got anything else? I'm. Do you uh, have Discord? I have as much to say as Capital Games. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, then I'm going to cover all our little extra thingy <laughs> things here. If you want to come hang out with us on Discord, go to discord.me slash shattered order. That's where you can uh, talk to us all week. Help us influence the show. If you have ideas you want us to talk about on slow weeks like this, we are always willing to ask and see and cover the topics that you guys are interested in. So go join our Discord, discord.me slash shattered order and hang out with us. If you have anything you want to say to us without using Discord, if you're not a Discord user, you can send us an email at theshatteredorder at gmail.com. Uh, we always check that every day. So if you send us something, we will get back to you. Um, 
If you want to support the show, think about going to Twitch. If you have Amazon Prime, you have a free Twitch Prime subscription that you can subscribe to us on Twitch with. If not, patreon.com slash shattered order is always a great place to show your support for the show. And we appreciate every one of our Patreons and Twitch subs. Without you guys, we can't keep adding the things we do to the show, including new shows like our other podcast, Chosen Ones. If you are interested in Star Wars television and movie reviews, go check that out, Chosen Ones. It's on all the podcast apps and catchers and all that fun stuff. Uh, But that's pretty much it. There's one last thing I want to thank. One last thing. I just want to thank Blue Microphones for sponsoring the Shattered Order podcast. Uh, since we got all our stuff from them and the stuff we've got over time that they've come out with, it's just made this show sound even better than it ever did. Go listen to po- episode one and you'll see what I mean. But uh, yeah, so. This Indeed. delay is killing me. I agree with everything <laughs> you just said. I love it. Good. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, hope, for, hope for, hopefully... It'll be better next week. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll catch you I think you, you next just week. talked yourself into. You, lit- you literally talked your internet into making it slow because while you were pretending to go slow, then it suddenly cut out. That was amazing. <laughs> Anyways. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week with episode 181, where hopefully we have new news from Capital Games. We'll see what happens. All right, everybody. Thanks for coming. Wink, you have anything else to say? I know you have one word you like to say. Later.